Hey, welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People, the quick, fast, goofy, self-improvement podcast <laughs> of awesome with a brand new intro. I can't believe we have to redo the intro. We lost our intro because we're not tech savvy here, Dude, but we we're like, cool. We did like that 14 years ago. I, I know, man. What, I know. I don't even remember what the podcast is about at All this right, point. anyways. Dogs are smarter than people is the podcast that helps you live a happier, quirkier life. I'm Carrie Jones, a New York Times and internationally best-selling novelist, and the guy with me is actually married to me. <laughs> For how well, long, we don't know. But not much longer. It's been and, a good run. <laughs> but this is my co-host, Sean Farrar. Join us as we start off with a random thought about the weirdness of life, and then we segue beautifully and smoothly into... Dog advice? Dog yeah. tips? Life advice. You've got this. You've got <laughs> it too. Hey, welcome to Dogs Are Smarter Than People. Special edition. Why is it special? I don't know. Okay. Because it's late at night. It's late at night. And you're half drunk. And Not drunk at all. And there might be some boo-boos. There's always boo-boos in our podcast. That's what yeah. makes it really eatable. Yeah, I guess so. That's my lie. That's your lie? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Are you yeah. telling yourself to yeah, make it feel better? that's right. It's just relatable that you screw up all the time, Carrie. It's all right. Uh, it's not really me, folks. No, it's never him. It's always me. She He's never, perfect. She never berates herself like she does me. <laughs> Anyways, it's going to be talking, a hard podcast. What are we talking about today, my love? Well, right this second, our random thought is not all that weird, honestly. It's a, a little disappointing, but it's basically common sense. Common and it's sense. that puppy dog eyes, you know, when your puppy or your doggy gives you that look, that really, really cutie face look because they want you to give that them some That you're supposed bacon. to ignore. Or they give you want you to take them on a walk, or they want you to rub their bum bum. That cute little thing that Carrie can never ignore. I have no resisting <laughs> of it. And why is that, my love? Because it's so. How do dogs know how to play you so well? Well, apparently, it they've evolved to be able to play us humans and manipulate us with their cute little puppy dog eyes. Uh, did I and, not tell you that? Yeah, I did. And they have evolved for thousands of years to tens of thousands of years to do this, right? Like, so doggies' face muscles have more fast twitch muscle fibers yeah. than like wolves. So dogs have more facial expressions yeah. that they can communicate to their human friends like us. Uh-huh. I'm not going to say owners, because for it's God's cause sake. because wolves don't have to mess around with that crap. They know how to go out and get some food. I was going to say that I wasn't going to call us owners, because I feel like the dogs own us. Oh, yeah, we're not owners. We're slaves to the dogs. We are We are really at our dogs' beck and That's not a good word. We are servants to the dogs. Thank you. That's better. So... Like the same, according to this article on NBC News by Tom Metcalf, the same researchers who were involved years ago in the discovery that dogs have a muscle above their eye to make their eyes look bigger and create the endearing puppy dog eyes expression 
found that the muscle was underdeveloped in wolves, which means that puppy dog eyes is something dogs have evolved specifically to manipulate humans. 100%. Get some everything they want when they find the right sucker. And that sucker is me? No, I wasn't saying that. I think that you at were all. kind of implying that day. No way, dude. Yeah, I can't You're resist the puppy. You're just a big hearted person. I can't resist You're the anyone. same with humans with puppy dog eyes. It's the only reason that Sean like married me. The only me. way I can get any is puppy dog eyes. And it's hard Help for me, me to do that because I don't have that muscle above my eye. Yes, you do, sweetheart. No, I don't. Yeah, you do. Oh, are you saying I don't know how to make good puppy dog eyes, baby? The problem is your puppy dog eyes just look like... It's because I have a big brow. You have a really big brow, So Rich. my puppy dog eyes are more like... Do it again. Sad, Do it again. Do sad, it again. I don't know. No, I can't. Lift up your sad, eyebrows. Sad bear eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he looks surprised when he tries to do puppy dog eyes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> which I normally am if I get rewarded for it. You're sad if you get rewarded? No, I'm happy when I get rewarded for my puppy dog eyes. You're making no sense. I know that didn't make sense, but in my head it did. Everybody knew we were gone. <laughs> yeah, we had a little music interlude. Oh, that's true. Oh, jeez. Alright, so the main bulk of our podcast today, right? Yeah. Is what to do when you get cat hair in your mouth when you're doing a podcast. Pull it out. I just tried. Alright, so it's really about like that whole push to be more money making more efficient at money money making top 10 strategies to make more money top 10 <laughs> strategies to be more efficient you mean top like the 10... medium blog yeah like every medium blog ever <laughs> unless it's a story anyways so like people are kind of burning out on that some of us but I'm some sure of us are, are still all in right so that desire to make more money to be more efficient to be more anything is a really noisy piece of the internet, especially on Medium. And here's the thing. It, it might all just be bullcrap. Who says? Me. So oh. take Tim Ferriss, who has a massive career out of self-improvement, right? Yeah. Blog, 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 book, and, you know, massive. He's done really well. He spent a lot of time focusing on efficiency and making muscle, side hustles, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And Tim Denning, too. And I'm not sure what's up with those Tim guys. Like, maybe it's the name. Would we be making more money more efficiently if we weren't named Sean or Gary? Maybe we should change their names. I'm, Tim. I'm going to be Tim. You can be Tim. And we'll just say, I love you, Tim. And we'll, we'll be like, is it self-love or love say, for you? I'll just say ditto. <laughs> and then you can ask yourself the same question. <laughs> so... Uh, it's not too late to change your name. No, we can do it right now. All right. I'm Tim Jones. And I'm Tim Ferrar. So Ferris, Tim Ferris, pivoted like somewhere around 2020, and he decided to focus instead on, quote, helping you get comfortable with yourself. So this happened 
allegedly, because his mental health wasn't too healthy, (laughs) he said. He's had money, he had followers, he had accomplishments, but he didn't have that space of comfort inside his own head. Right? That's such a rich person's argument. Yeah, it is a rich person's (laughs) argument. But I also am wondering, like, did he see a trend? Did he see, like, the trend go from make money, make money, make money side hustle to... Feel better about yourself. Feel Probably. And so then he's he, just trying to make more money. No, we don't he's, know that. He's we do not know that. For marketability. But it could be. In a new wave. It might be, but it probably isn't. It's probably because he really wasn't feeling healthy himself. And we're going to give him that. So this other blogger had a really great quote. And he said, much of what we all call self-improvement is really a band-aid for deeply rooted pain. And this pain is seemingly universal experience of feeling unworthy. And then he goes on to say, this sense of unworthiness cannot be remedied with competition, productivity, or any form of external success. I tell my writers this all the time. You do? Yeah. And any self-improvement philosophy or practice, which is fundamentally about compensating for this inner pain, will only ever fail to improve your experience of life and your happiness and your peace. So he's saying, like, yeah, you might make, you know, in the writer world, like, the New York Times bestseller list, but is that going to make you forever happy? No. Are you If you get an agent, is that going to make you forever happy? No. Like, does that make you any different from the person you were day before who didn't get that damn agent the day well, before? Well, that does make you a little different, but it doesn't necessarily make you more happy. Not your inner sense. Like, right. Like, you're not any more worthy the day you get the agent than the day you, before when you didn't have the agent. Like, your worthiness shouldn't come from this external friggin' force. Right? right. Because if it does, think about what cancel culture, I guess, if you want to say it. I don't really like that term. But, like, think about when... Erase that. Think about, like, when a troll on the internet starts bringing you down for no reason. Yeah. Like... If you're someone who gets your validation from the outside, that's really going to impact you more. And negatively. Yeah. Then, yes. Yeah. All right. So anyways, Jari Rumor also has an interesting take on everything and says that there are actual self-improvement junkies. Of and, course there are. And this kind of pivots a little bit from what we were just talking about, about being unworthy. But... Um, according to Rumor, life isn't just about knowing the habits of success. It's actually about taking the steps and doing the work and actions to get where you want to be. Like we can all say, hey, I want to be a writer. But if we never actually write anything or try to learn about writing, then we're not going to be a writer. And it's the same thing with self-improvement. Like if you have these goals and motivations and and wants, unless you put in the work and make those steps towards those things, it's probably not going to happen, right? Exactly. So as humans, we have to fall out of those two traps, the unworthiness trap and the unapplied knowledge trap. Ooh, Ooh. I sounded so smart there. Oh, yeah. So as Tony Robbins says in rumor quotes, and I'm not a big Tony Robbins fan, no offense, Tony Robbins, I've never met you and I never will, but... You're just too very tall for me. So, and loud. He's very loud. You just pretty much described me. <laughs> I married Tony Robbins. <laughs> All right, sorry. So he said, quote, 
You should have seen Sean's face. He was like so disgusted. He's like, you're talking about me. Pretty much. I'm um, tall. And very loud. Yeah, see? So, so um, Tony Robbins said, knowledge is not power. It's potential power. And execution will trump knowledge any day. And I don't know if execution will always trump knowledge any day. Because it depends on if you're executing something dumb. But like... So Tony Robbins is a Trump fan, huh? No, he just has oh, the name oh, Trump. Oh. <laughs> Trump was a word before <laughs> Trump was a person. I know, I'm just kidding. Uh, so anyways, I think that's really interesting. Knowledge is, is not power, is potential that power. That first sentence is fantastic. It is brilliant, isn't it? Mm-hmm. did a very great loud job a tony robbins job of that dog tip intro <laughs> so i need a microphone so that. tall tall loud man what's the dog tip today oh what's the dog tip? <laughs> yeah what's the dog tip? i don't know what was the podcast about there we <laughs> go there we go hey look sparty's got it boiled down he's he is he he should be Oh, we should turn sparty into a self-help guru he is like self-help. not self-help self-realization <laughs> because he know he's he's got it boiled down to nothing. Really? Like the finite points of life that are good for him is all he cares about. That's true. Food, sleep, and poop. No. What do you mean no? He likes love. He likes butt rubs. He does like some infection. Everybody needs some infection. You're right. Yeah. Food, sleep, poop, then affection. And that's his life, man. Not in that order, but I mean, as far as functionality, like you gotta eat, you gotta sleep, you gotta get your butt rubbed, you gotta poop, be cl- <laughs> get cleaned up, and then get some affection, then go eat some more, and then sleep some more. That works. Just like here. Yeah. That's pretty much your life, man. <laughs> yeah. I think it is. You're no, it's not. I'm not sporty. You're sporty. I got a lot more affection than he does. I mean, <laughs> not true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, baby, give us a shout out. Hey, the music we've clipped and shortened in this podcast is awesome and is made available through the Creative Commons license. Who's that artist and what's that song? Um, I don't know, man. You do, do you know? I do. Uh, we've been saying it. It's Summer Spleef. I broke for free. <laughs> and we have extra content all about living happy on the livinghappy.substack.com blog. And it's pretty awesome. And we also have a writing tips co- podcast called Write Better Now. They're both awesome. But our brand new amazing creepy podcast is Dude No. It's like that. You gotta say it like that. <laughs> he does say it like that. It's true crime with an occasional foray into the paranormal and the macabre, and it's awesome. And finally, we have a podcast. Loving the Strange. Which we stream live. On Carrie's Facebook and Twitter and YouTube on Fridays, but every other Friday. 
every other Friday now because we're lazy. So be sure to check her Facebook and Twitter for the dates when we are going to be podcasting live and making fools of ourselves. Live. We're going to do a Hot Wings Challenge real soon. Oh, dear God. And that's always a good one. Anyways, all my Twitter handles and Facebook handles and blah, blah, blah. It's either Carrie Jones Books or Carrie Jones Book. Carrie with a C-A-R-R-I-E. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. Yeah, thank you so much. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And be kind. Be kind to us old people. Oh, yeah, we can't take much more. <laughs> <laughs>